Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be about Destiny has anti-cheat. We were thinking that it didn't, but we're being told by Bungie that they do have methods of anti-cheat running in the background. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live. I am usually live when these hit the feed, so you can use saynotorage.com. That will take you right to my Twitch channel. You can come and join these conversations live. If you're wanting to listen to the podcast versions, just search for SNTR Presents on all podcast platforms. And YouTube, all the people leaving comments and subscribing and hitting the little bell button, thank you for doing that. We are inching closer uh, to 15,000, uh, 50,000 subs. So, Destiny not having anti-cheat's been a subject for a while uh, since free-to-play landed in uh, October of 2019. One of the concerns about it going free-to-play was cheating. Uh, it usually brings a rise in cheating. This has happened to games like Fortnite and Apex Legends, and virtually any game that decides to make their entry point pretty easy invites cheating. And I have a video that said they need anti-cheat. People have been kind of concerned about the lack of anti-cheat in a traditional sense. There is no Punk Buster, there's no Battle Eye or whatever these other ones are called that you download and install that sort of scans your software and your hardware that's installed and running and prevents you from, you know, using or playing or, or you know, banning you automatically. That, to most of us, is what anti-cheat is. A traditional, visible, installed, third-party piece of software that updates regularly uh, to adapt and prevent people from using cheats. In that respect, there is no anti-cheat in Destiny in that realm. In another realm, there is, and Bungie outlined that in their TWAB. They, you know, they wanted to basically tell us, they, like, there, there is anti-cheat. We're doing things in the background. So I'm going to read... I'm going to read their entry about it. What do they have? I'm going to talk about that. Then I'm going to talk about how this is not our job. I do feel like a lot of the dialogue surrounding cheating is putting a huge impetus on the player base to police the game. And it's not our it's not our freaking job. And then I want to end by saying here's the real issue. Here's the real problem with, you know, no matter what they do, it doesn't feel like we're even getting a half measure. It doesn't seem like it's working all that well. Guys, be sure to check chat. B Nipple just gifted 10 subs. I can't read them obviously cuz I'm doing this. So, what do they have? Okay, so here's what they wrote in their blog post. Our anti-cheat is not visible by design as some security products. However, we regularly detect and remove thousands of malicious accounts from the PVP ecosystem. On the front line, we continue to implement new anti-cheat improvements during patch releases. We do not include these in patch notes for obvious reasons and are always investigating new approaches as cheat developers adapt to our latest tech. Many of the cheats you may find in the wild already have detections and countermeasures deployed or, or are in development, with work being done constantly to keep them updated against new threats. Because cheat developers don't stop, we know we have to keep working to improve these systems. And then they give a little note here. This is a tricky line to walk, as we don't want to punish any innocent players that, are, that may have consistently high stats due to extreme skill, game bugs, or game logic exploits, which Bungie, Bungie considers our fault. We are working with our platform partners to identify ways in which we can further strengthen our security. Hopefully they're working with Steam as well, because VAC bans, I don't think, except they're recent, should be allowed to play. Uh, We are investigating ways in which we can let you know when our reports have resulted in a permanent ban or a temporary restriction. Okay, so it seems to me like this is more of a reactive measure that's sort of running than a preventative measure. Again, anti-cheat in a lot of our minds is something that is preventative. It's on the front lines and it detects and stops you from playing or automatically bans you. 
what they described does sound like that to a degree, but it also sounds like it's running in the background and still feels like it requires some hands-on and some review. I don't know. They seem like they're even sort of gun-shy from auto-banning people. I don't know if they're auto-banning people. Uh, guys, B-Nipple just gifted five more subs. Check the chat to see if you got one. So, in in regards to this, it sounds to me like they, they are doing things. They are trying to push out updates. Whenever they're pushing out updates, patches, and hotfixes, you know, they're, they're baking into that um, improvements in their anti-cheat measures, and they obviously don't tell us about that. That makes sense. You don't need to tell us what you're doing with any level of specificity. It's just nice to know that you're doing something, okay? So it's good to know that they have it. They're trying to update it, but... It's really not our job to police this game, and that's really where my frustration comes from at the moment. There are there are stats and, and websites and things that track players, and there are blatant cheaters that are still not banned. There are people that hit absurd numbers of games. There's a guy with a KDA or a KD or something in like the 4,000s with over 220-something rounds played. I don't know why that guy's still playing. I don't know why he got past 10 or 20 rounds of trials. Why, why are there people getting into the hundreds? Why are we as a community able to see and find cheaters relatively easily with APIs and stat checking websites and these people continue to play? Whatever you got, whatever Bungie is doing, if it's working at, let's say, out of a scale of 1 to 10, it's working at like a 3 or a 4 right now. Like, it's getting people, it's helping, but it's not operating at a high efficiency. I, my frustration is that the easiest things to do, I think, would be to start to lean on stat, like stat tracking. Why are you letting somebody continue to play that has a clearly inhuman stats? I know, and they made mention of the fact that some people are going to have really, really high stats and crazy numbers because they're really, really high skilled. But some of these seem like just blatant outliers. Also, it really feels like we are being asked to police the game. Anytime this has come up, prior to this TWAB, okay. Prior to this TWAB, anytime this came up, it felt like we were being sort of given marching orders on how to police the game. Make sure you go here and make sure you have evidence and make sure you submit this report. Listen, the last thing I think somebody wants to do when they lose to a cheater is get assigned homework to punish that cheater. We need confidence in the integrity of the game as a community. We need to feel that the game is working in a way that suits our interests and is protecting us from these people. And a lot of the dialogue up until now has been far too focused on what we should do to police the game. I mean, I don't want to give marching orders to Bungie, but you should be doing a better job. You should be increasing the efforts to stop these people. I shouldn't be able to see people with absurd stats and hundreds of games played that are still playing. That's embarrassing. Also, why are we even allowing people with recent vac bans to play? This isn't a new concept. This isn't a surprise. Like, oh my gosh, a free-to-play game in Steam is having a cheating problem. This didn't come out of left field. There should have been preparations made prior to now to mitigate and stop this. There should be nobody with recent vac bans. That's that's a that's a Valve anti-cheat ban. Those people shouldn't even be able to play Destiny. So hopefully when they say they're going to partner with their platform, you know, their platform partners and try and work on something, that would be priority one. Why are you letting people that have been banned recently on other games play your free-to-play game? This is not a blindside situation. We knew this was going to be a potential problem. And whatever measures they took, listen, they told us before trials came out, they increased staff to try to help. They made server-side changes to try to help. They did all these things to try to help. That's great. 
that's awesome i i appreciate that but the dialogue since then has been way too weighted on what we should do as a community okay what are you committed to doing and what measures are you taking to mitigate and stop this that's the big question a free-to-play game with no frontline installed third-party anti-cheat is ripe for the picking and ultimately here's the issue to conclude the video I feel like there's just a swarm and a flood of people that can just keep doing this. They can buy accounts for $5. They can change their IP with a VPN. They can hardware spoof. I don't know how many people are actually doing that. So at the very least, again, maybe they can partner with Steam and start hardware banning people that are doing this. The average person buying a cheat online and using an aimbot for the weekend because they don't care about the account they're on. It's either a free one that they got or maybe they bought one for $5. Maybe hardware banning would would be a nice swap wing to take some of these people out because that's that's one of the primary problems we're seeing is that people just jump back in with another account or we see people come back to the game we, we, we see people that are cheating and apparently they're banned and we see them showing up later we saw that the first weekend in trials we were given assurances that some cheater was banned and then somebody was saying oh it showed up in somebody else's stream later that you know that person was back and cheating later that day we as a community should not be better at tracking down the stats and the trends and the absurd inhuman people that are playing this game for hundreds of rounds and hundreds of games. We should not be able to see that. These people should be disappearing like vapor. They shouldn't even get to the thresholds that they're getting. It's absurd that people are even getting to the KD ratios that they're getting and not getting sort of automatically banned. And there could be laws about hardware bans, so maybe that's not a simple solution. IP bans, again, if IP addresses are getting recycled because there's a limited number of IPs that you can use, that might be a risk, and people are going to be using VPNs anyway. So, I think the main issue right now is just it, it just seems way too easy to just jump back in and play. There doesn't seem to be a frontline defense against this. It all seems reactionary. You got to review. You got to you got to have. You had to increase staff. Like if you have to increase staff members to handle this, that tells me that your system's not really automated. You're having to review the accounts. You're having to review the evidence. You're having to review the reports. If you had to increase staff in anticipation of this, and cheaters are still getting through the cracks, then whatever systems they have in place are not automated enough they're not doing a good enough job you shouldn't need staff members to basically be babysitting trials we need something on the front lines that's catching a wider net of people doing this that's regularly updating whether you partner with steam whether you partner with somebody like punk buster or battle eye or all these other you know places that can run anti-cheat software because that's what it took for apex that's what it took for Fortnite, and to a certain extent we need something like that i think in destiny so yes Destiny has anti-cheat. I don't think it's doing the great. I don't think it's doing a very great job, and it, it's a threat. I think to game modes like Trials and the longevity of this game surviving as a free-to-play game. And we would love to see some changes made. I don't think paywalls are good enough. I think you need restrictive, preventative measures that are strong and resilient and consistently updated. And that doesn't seem to be happening. So we're going to transition to Q&A. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch us live uh, at sayno2rage.com. And as always, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the question and answer session that followed my talk about anti-cheat in Destiny. They did a blog post where they described kind of what they do to prevent cheating in the game. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now at saynotorage.com. That will bring you to my Twitch channel. Uh, If you're listening or watching on YouTube, you can always hit like, share, subscribe, and the bell button. And so we're going to jump right into questions. This is a Friday session, so it'll be a shorter Q&A to give me time to get ready for split-screen coverage of trial 
Trials of Osiris. Ghetto Vision. Do you think the large amount of cheat reports from bad players that are just outplayed creates a false positive scenario for manual review by Bungie, placing it as a backburner concern? Well, I, I'm sure this could this could create a problem, but I I would hope ghetto vision that Bungie would be smart enough to triage that and if somebody gets 15 reports in an hour they would jump to the top right they go from one game to the next to the next to the next and they keep getting reported it's really unlikely that that's like people just spam reporting or bad players spam reporting you see what I'm saying if somebody's teleporting and and and, and again here's another scenario that I think Bungie needs to consider there should be a way to give a little bit more weight to certain reports. If you've been playing this game for a long time, you've got you've got lots of career stats, you're a very committed player, and you play every weekend, okay? You should have like a four-star rating, and your four-star rating should hold a little bit more weight in the report than like a brand new player. Because people like to spam reports. I'm sure they do it to streamers all the time. Oh, we're facing the streamer, let's all report him for cheating. Hoping that's gonna do something like false reports. That's actually against terms of service, by the way, to just continually falsely report people. So you could get banned for doing it if you and your friends are doing it online, like you go to the website and do it. You can get in trouble for that. That's against terms of service. You could get you should probably get banned for doing that. In any case. I would say, yeah, really old accounts, people with thousands of hours of playing should hold a little bit more weight in the report. Like, wow, this account got 10 reports in the last hour from a bunch of veteran players. There's got to be something going on here. You know, a bunch of four and five year veteran accounts, you know, Destiny accounts. How long have they had it? How high level are they? How many hours have they put in on a regular basis? Like, wow, this guy's getting reported by a lot of veterans. We should check this out. You know, every thumbless p- player in game one is like, this guy's probably cheating. And then they're like reporting potato or something. Like, obviously, you, you can't you can't investigate every single report with the same, uh, you know, level of ferocity. Like, oh, well, ferocity. Which we better investigate, you know, this kid got mad and reported him for an aimbot. And it's like, it's just, they report me, right? I hit some sick snipes and they're like, oh, this guy's cheating. It's like, I'm not. I'm not even that good. So, but you know that bad players would do that. I would hope that they had tr- internal triage. Um, so I also look at trials report before I report. Well, right. That's a lot of work too. I mean, if you're really doing due diligence, that's why I got fired up in the talk. It's like, it's not our responsibility to police the game. It's Bungie's responsibility. We can help, but it's not our responsibility. DeWan Frankster with 23 months and then five months from Dark Ruler Wiz. Angelus. Wouldn't the final solution be for Valve to ban the person? If they would require a credit or debit card, then that would stop the cheaters from setting up a new account. Well, not necessarily. There are people that are setting up accounts that you can then buy for $5 to play with. And I mean, I'm assuming that if people want to cheat in a free-to-play game and they have that disposable income, right? They're going to buy the bot. They already own the bot. Now they want to get use out of the bot. Now they're willing to spend, you know, five or ten dollars for an account that's primed and ready to go. You know, Astacross was talking about that in his video. That there, there are literally ways to just buy accounts. Um, so, as far as working with Valve, I would work with Valve and just not let people with recent vac bans play the freaking game. Like, why are you letting somebody with a recent vac ban play? You know, within the last three months, if you have a vac ban, you shouldn't be allowed to. Honestly, this is something that Steam should do. If you have a VAC ban within like the last three months, you shouldn't even be able to download free-to-play games that have PvP in them. It doesn't... 
I don't know. It's like, why are you letting somebody who's proven to either be toxic, maybe they harass people, maybe they were using some type of a cheat, and they have a VAC ban. Why are they allowed to download any free-to-play game that has player versus player? Like, what? that doesn't seem to make any... That makes no sense to me. Here's somebody that Valve has determined deserved a ban, and we're going to let them download a free-to-play game that uh, has player versus player in it. Like, what? I, <laughs> I feel like, oh, we see here that um, just last month you were arrested for shoplifting um okay cool we're gonna put you in charge of the diamonds uh in the back room we actually don't have any surveillance back there we think this is a good decision what no you wouldn't hire somebody if they had a recent arrest for shoplifting to work in your store why are you letting people with recent vac bands play your free-to-play game it doesn't make any sense you're inviting it you know Potato says, well, the problem with it is that, example, Calico got a VAC ban for cheating on Black Ops 2 Zombies single player. Uh, How recently, though? I mean, I guess you could try and appeal it, Potato. You know, I don't know. How old? Because there are people in here the other day, 63 days ago. Come on. What? That's complicating it. Why are you running a cheat in any game? I mean, I get that. I get that. So maybe it's not that simple. Maybe there are people doing goofy things in single player games by themselves and then they get vac banned for it because they, you know, and they have no interest in cheating online. I would worry that Calico is probably the exception here, right? 99% of the people with vac bans are, you know, that are that are jumping in brand new to Destiny are are likely looking to cheat, you know? I don't know. It gets complicated because there's maybe there could be other stipulations like do you have a vac ban? Yes. Are you downloading Destiny brand new right now? Yes. Okay, well, we're going to not let you play Trials for a month or something. Does a brand new player with a vac ban, do they need to be able to play Trials right away? That seems really suspicious to me. That wouldn't affect Calico because he's been playing for a while. He already has an account. They wouldn't like retroactively be like, screw you, buddy, you got a VAC ban. Getting a new Steam account at that point is really easy since VAC bans are account-based. Yeah, I just wonder if there's a way to sweep across the lower echelon. Like, how many of these are kids without... They're not doing hardware spoofing. They're not doing IPs with VPN spoofing. They're not uh, VPNs. They're they're not going to try and get another account, right? They're just like, yeah, this is fun. I like to go into games and cheat. That's why they probably have the VAC ban. Now, again, in in Calico's case, that's not what's going on, but I don't know. I feel like there's there there just isn't even a frontline defense, and the VAC ban thing seems like a pretty easy indicator of somebody that you know, VAC ban should tie to the IP addresses instead of the accounts. Uh, well, again, if they're running VPNs, it's it's you know a lot of these people might do that. Um, If you've shown to a proclivity to use third-party software to cheat, I have no sympathy if you can't play Destiny, says Eugene. Right, it just gets tough because, like, if you're playing a single-player game, I mean, there were people that did all kind of stuff when they would play single-player games to, like, modify their guns and modify their stuff. And I don't know if they would get banned in Steam for this, but there was stuff that people did with Borderlands. There were stuff that people did with, like, Diablo. That would be Blizzard, so not the best example. But there were lots of times people would play games like that and just want to run some other piece of software to experiment, to goof around, you know, um... 
Fans aren't the answer. Prevent cheat apps to be used is. That's why I was surprised when they said they had anti-cheat in place. It's like, well, you do? Like, I don't see anything, you know? Because I'm used to something like Punkbuster back in the day when I played Quake 3, you know? Jay Portier. By the way, if there's a third person, if Steph wants to come back in and run that Nightfall, I'd be happy to tag along because the drops are so good. Um, and I can help with the overload periodically. Jay Portier says, why can't they just put trials behind a paywall? What obstacle is stopping them from doing this? Okay, here's the problem with paywall. I think paywall would hurt more honest people than dishonest people. This is what I said earlier. Trials needs to function on an engine of lots of people playing. Okay? Yeah, we're just doing the thousand level nightfall because of the double drops. Um, that engine, I think, runs well when there's literally nothing to segment the player base. So the question would be, how many non-paying players are just jumping into trials on the weekend just for the fun of it? Like, that's why we've been talking about the bottom card farming. We've been talking about the payout on tokens. We've been talking about uh, incentivizing players to go to games 4, 5, 6, and 7. We've been talking about really making it easier for casuals to jump in, do some bounties, play some early games, and keep the funnel of trials full of players. A paywall is a threat to that, okay? And my concern would be that you really wouldn't even stop the most egregious offenders, the ones that are willing to buy the bot, the ones that are willing to make an extra account and run a VPN and hardware spoof. Like, you're not going to stop them with a paywall. A lot of these guys are going to do it and make money. They're going to be cheating while carrying somebody. Um, So, again... I think you'd cause more harm than good with the paywall. Things like uh, 343 and Respawn both proved with you know Halo and with Titanfall that it's far better to not do any sort of monetization of PvP because it fragments the player base. And so I think that axiom and standard just needs to be maintained. This is sort of in line with what I said. It's not our responsibility to police the game. It also, I don't think, is a good decision to be like, oh, I have an idea. Let's erode a really good standard for PvP, and that standard is don't monetize anything so that lots of people can play. Let's erode that standard because of cheaters. No! Prevent the cheaters from cheating. Get good anti-cheat. Improve improve your measures for preventing cheaters. Like, I shouldn't be able to go to stat-tracking websites and see people with 3,000 KD and 222 rounds played. Why, why are they playing that much? Why have they not already been caught? Like, that's my point is you got to stop the cheating. Don't start trying to create arbitrary barriers. It just ends up making the, the actual player base suffer. Like, oh, well, there were too many cheaters. So we had to turn on a paywall. And by turning on a paywall, now we've limited the number of players that can play trials. Now the player base numbers are dwindling even more. And now, you know, and now it's, and now the player, and now the player pool is suffering and the cheaters would still get in there. So you'd inevitably shrink the player base engaging with trials, and then the cheaters would still go in there. You might even compound the problem. You shrink the player base in trials, and the cheaters still keep showing up, because they don't care. They'll, they'll buy it, and they'll make their money back doing carries, so now you have a, more, a higher likelihood of running into cheaters. <laughs> it's truds. Are you dumbfounded as I am? I'm quite dumbfounded, by the way. At Bungie's apparent surprise at the lack of vision that players are unhappy with the flawless rewards and trials. I, I, yeah, I saw Milo, uh, I think it was Milo, ranting about this in Discord last night. I, I, I don't know what to say. I really don't. I, I'm not really sure. From a structural standpoint, okay, 
I can come up with reasoned vision and predictions and sort of theories about maybe why they didn't do adept weapons, okay? Even that I think is hard to do since they brought celerity to the game. You brought celerity to the game, which means you tested it, which means it went through quality assurance and testing and bugging, and you put celerity on weapons that are brand new. So you built brand new weapons from the ground up, which means you had an opportunity to make celerity an intrinsic perk and make adept versions of the weapons, and you didn't do that. Why? What? That makes no sense. If celerity didn't exist, I'd have a little bit of an easier time saying maybe Bungie wanted to play it safe. Maybe they didn't want to bite off more than they could chew. Bringing back trials is a tall order. They didn't want to create loot problems within the loot pool. But they brought celerity to the game, which means it was tested, which means they made sure it worked right. And since the guns were brand new, they could have made celerity intrinsic to adept versions of the weapons, which would have been enough to be like, hey, intrinsic celerity is pretty good. That's the way that it worked in Destiny 1, right? That perk is a nice perk. It's mainly contextual to trials, so it doesn't break the rest of the game. It's not seen as overpowered. It's a nice reward for players to go flawless. Okay. Now they would probably want to. They would probably want to make intrinsic celerity on adept weapons. Um, you would need to be able to farm for the weapon, maybe a little bit more of a targeted way, so that you could get a good roll. You know, you don't want to get a celerity shotgun or sniper and then have it have a terrible roll on it, right? That would be kind of frustrating because the drop rates and everything else. So that's kind of hard to understand and defend. The other thing that's really hard to understand and defend is the logic and the reasoning behind the structure of token payout and reward payout. I I don't understand. I am not tooting my own horn when I say this. I read their blog post on trials and within 60 seconds I said, people are going to farm the bottom half of the card. People are going to farm the bottom half of the card. They're going to get they're going to keep their loot pool small. They're going to keep resetting their card and they're going to farm for a smaller loot pool by token slamming. It took me 60 seconds to deduce that. I that is not me tooting my own horn. To me it's like this this should have been painfully obvious like what folks were going to do in response to the loot structure. Any loot-driven person came to the same conclusion? Right! It's not me tooting my own horn! I'm simply saying, I'm a Destiny player. I looked at the structure, and I thought, hmm, the best way to go for loot would be to keep my loot pool small and token slam. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not like an Albert Einstein, like, well, here, if we carry the one and divide it by eight and, and do this, and aha! No! I read it, and I was like, yeah, that's the easiest way to get loot! <laughs> And what did I say? They're really going to have to make the, you know, going flawless really worth it. Hopefully we see some adept weapons. Hopefully we see some really sweet rewards. And at first we kind of thought, ooh, the glow. Ooh, the armor. Ooh, I can run flawless as many times as I want. Ooh, ascendant shards. We kind of thought, yeah, this might work. But as the weeks went on, it was kind of like, no. There's like nothing in there. There's nothing in there. So... if, if I try to attribute this to anything, I'm just going to have to continue to attribute it to low bandwidth. They just don't have time to retread anything right now. The bugs, the connectivity problems, the error codes, the buggy exotics. I feel like they're like, yeah, whoo, trials is ready. Whoa, 
so hard, dude. We almost we almost didn't make the deadline. Oh my gosh. And then somebody looks at it and they're like, dude, the structure for Flawless is not right. Yeah, we didn't really have time to revisit it. We basically just threw this together. This is the structure we initially came up with. We had a lot of iteration, a lot of different ideas, a lot of different feedback in our brainstorming sessions, but we just did not have time to retool or rework any of it. That's like, that's the only fly-on-the-wall explanation I can come up with. They are just so strained for bandwidth that something like this just goes unchecked. It's like, yeah, no, I, we, we just we just did not have time to refine this and revisit this. I mean, even in the TWAB, even in the TWAB, it says, it says that, like, the changes they're considering right now might not even come this season. Now, some of that might be related to the fact that they are having to work from home, and I have sympathy and compassion and understanding for that. I do. Right? I, I 100% have sympathy, and I, I am not going to harp on them about that. Like, oh, how dare you? The lead up to this season, though, that wasn't happening. They weren't working from home. I continue to think that a lot of the problems we're dealing with now and a lot of things we're facing are almost assuredly related to the fact that they are just running on absolute fumes. Absolute fumes. So, Big Chewy Gaming says. Uh, do you think having in-game system that allows for video clips to be recorded and sent to Bungie's in-game to be introduced as a way to make reporting easier, seeing how Bungie's having trouble doing it themselves? I mean, this is this is one of those problems. This is one of those problems where the if we if we ask them to do too much, it's it's, it's pointless to even ask it. I don't think they can create this system that you're asking for. It would it, like, and again, I, I this still this still is placing impetus on the player. You're putting impetus on me. It's not my job to police destiny. It's my job to sit down, play, and laugh. That's my job. It's not my job to basically, gotta record it. All right, hang on a minute. No, we can't go to the next game. No, I'm not done yet. No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. I gotta gotta submit this. Hang on. I gotta type up the message with my controller. All right. Using, uh, oh, shoot. Hang on. Space, space, space. Back, back, back. Okay, using and aimbot all right it's uploading hang on yep no it's just hang on it's uploading nope it's not done yet no uh uh-uh yeah no i know i i know i know i'm mad too we got to reset the card and start over like you don't want to put the it's not my job it's not like building this system just creates more impetus on the player like be sure to report be sure to include everything no like no, make your anti cheat better. <laughs> Detect the aimbots and the cheaters and the and the and the and the glitchers and the teleporters. Like it's not my job to submit some report and have some video attached. Now we can help. We can help. Hey, played trials all weekend. We ran into some weird guy. He had some kind of god mode thing going on. We're not really sure what it was. Yeah, we recorded it and uh, we submitted a report. You know, we submitted the report and uh, yeah, it's in there. That is just, that guy fought all the way to the last second. I mean, that would be one thing, but like every time you lose to cheaters, you know, or you have your card ruined by cheaters, you're supposed to take the time to like go report it. You know what I'm saying? Fair point. Didn't even think of uh, of the console side. There's just so many layers again to this. I think our responsibility to report needs to continue to go down in the conversation and Bungie's commitment to improving and preventing improving their anti-cheat and preventing cheating that needs to be the the primary driver of the conversation I, I don't want to hear another word about what I'm supposed to do 
I don't, I don't want to freaking hear another dadgum word about it. Now, sure, if you want to reply to a Twitter thread or you want to reply to something and say, make sure and submit a proper report, that's fine. If people get some clip to go viral and you're like, hey, please submit a report, that's fine. But, but part of my thought process on this is I shouldn't have to do that either. You have community managers on Twitter. They see the clip. They see the gamer tag. You know, now obviously the clip the clip could have a username like, you know, XXYY, you know, Destiny Symbol, Destiny, you know, all the different crazy names they have. I'm not saying a video on Twitter is good enough evidence, but that's fine. If you're going to if you're going to if you're going to respond to somebody on Twitter and basically say something to the extent of like make sure you you know, you you do this correctly. But again, when this conversation comes up, I would much rather hear their commitments and their improvements and what they're doing. How many people are getting banned? You know, how often are people getting banned? You know, are these temporary bans? Because if they are, like, then why bother? Stop. Don't make me laugh. They're just going to be on a rotating door of temp bans. They make a handful of accounts and they just keep coming back in. I mean, are they permanent? How many are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. That's what I want to hear as a player. I am sick of hearing about what I need to do. I don't want to hear about what I need to do. It's not about me. It's your freaking game. Like, I don't need to do anything. I don't need to report anybody. I don't need to submit video evidence. I don't need to type up some thesis in some report about what they did. It's your job to protect your game and community from cheaters, not mine. It's as simple as that. Casual Irish Gamer. Do you think a paywall would slow cheaters? No, I don't. Uh, Zed Master. Could a client with a login style of anti-cheat fix the issue? As in, it detects your PC, if it finds a type of cheating software, it could ban any account recently logged in. That's essentially what anti-cheat does. That's essentially what anti-cheat does. That's what, and then they update it to detect the new updates. The in-game report should be more than enough because the person I'm reporting has been reported multiple times already. I'm not the first data point on that guy. It's not my job to build the case. I'm not the prosecutor. I'm a witness. Right. Right. Like exactly. It it you you want to bring you want to bring me in. You want to bring me in and put me in the witness chair and have me be like, "Yeah, here's what happened. Here's the footage. Here's the stuff." Da, 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 da. You know, that's fine. I can do that, but I'm not the prosecutor exactly. Bungie says they don't want to disclose what they're doing as if that's helping. Well, it would be, but obviously people have found out what they are doing and are bypassing it, and now new cheaters can simply look at the tools already created to see exactly what Bungie is doing. Well, here's the thing though, Brock. To a certain extent, no, I, I want to defend Bungie. I think they do need to keep certain things under the hood. They can't let everything out, right? Listen, It's a double-edged sword. Anytime you talk about cheating, you awaken a bunch of people to the idea that like, wait, you can cheat in Destiny? You guys want to do that this weekend? I don't know. I don't have anything going on. I'm quarantined, right? (laughs) Let's go download some aimbots and let's go cheat in Destiny. We can make brand new Steam accounts and run VPNs and just, we'll have some laughs. Ha 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 ha. Like, the minute you talk about it, you draw attention to it and, and potentially spread the awareness of, oh, I can cheat. So it's always a double-edged sword. It's even more of a double-edged sword when you start when you're not just talking about cheating, you're talking about your measures to prevent cheating and people are like, "Oh, they're doing X, Y, and Z." Well, we could probably circumvent that with, you know, A, B, and Z. And so I, I get that they want to keep certain things under the hood. And in fact, I think that they should. But I don't think there's any harm in saying, "Hey, just this last week, this is the number of people that we banned." Um, 
here are the number of permanent bans that we did just to ensure that you know you guys have some confidence these people aren't going to be jumping back in in a couple of weeks but the fact that we see people continuing to play who are blatantly cheating and we see stats that no one should reach the stats that they're reaching that's where i think things are getting frustrated for people are frustrated it's not like they're saying like oh man bungie you know you should be able to ban these people within a millisecond of them you know cheating or playing the game i don't think anybody's asking for that what we're saying is if you guys are doing any kind of anti cheat why are these people still in the game why are they hitting such high levels of of gameplay why are they hitting such high levels of kd and they're still playing why is somebody all the way at the top of a leaderboard that's the questions I think the, the, the legitimate questions I think that people have it just seems really odd that it, it it just is some people go unchecked for what seems like way longer than they should again it's not our job to build a case against a blatant cheater just look at the some of the stats that we've seen posted on twitter and even in our discord today Owen, what if Destiny has trust factor like CSGO? Trust factor affected matchmaking, so only high factor players got matched with other high factor players. Trust factor was affected by VAC bans on record, player reports, linking mobile numbers to accounts, population. CSGO has Overwatch, where reported players' gameplay are rewatched by players who decided the player was cheating. Right, like, you're talking about a bunch of different systems that would need to be built that we presently don't have. As far as we know, Bungie doesn't have anything like that in the works. They don't have anything where, you know, they could say, yeah, yeah, you can rewatch players, you know, freaking aimbots. You know, we, you could rewatch players, you know, content and, and then judge whether or not they're cheating. None of that's built right now. Trust factor is not built, you know. Personally, anybody with a VAC ban on their account, like, they should be probably at the top of the stack the minute they're reported. The minute they're reported, they should be at the top of the stack. They should be top priority. Yeah, this guy's got a VAC ban, and 10 different people just reported him within the last two hours. Top of the stack. It shouldn't take a research crack squad to figure out what that guy's doing. Yeah, his, uh, his sniper doesn't miss. Uh, he hasn't lost a single game yet. His kill death is a 25, and uh, he has a VAC ban on his account, and he just started playing Destiny uh, last week. Do we need to call Sherlock Holmes, or or, or is that a, or is that a pretty open and shut case? Like that seems to me like there's going to be people like that. I think that would just be low hanging fruit, easy reports. I mean, look at the clips we're seeing of people. It's like, how is that person playing longer than a couple of hours? And if you're going to try and act like, oh, cheating's not that bad. There's not that many people cheating. Okay, well then, shouldn't th- these people should be bopped within within an hour? Easy. Come on. If, listen, it's either a giant epidemic problem in the player base right now, and there's tons of them, or, <laughs> like, and that's why those people slip through the cracks. If it's not a giant epidemic problem, then why does that person last as long as they do? Playing devil's advocate, what if he's using something that they aren't familiar with? Instaban means that they lose data points that they could use to know how to ban the tool, not just the user. I mean, I get that, Milky, but like, if you're going to do that, then you're basically saying that you're going to allow your player base to be abused by a cheat while you do your research. Like, I I don't know. I, I <laughs> That doesn't seem like a very good anti-cheat system if that's what's going on. No, sorry. Yeah, we can't ban that guy. Yeah, we want to collect intel. <laughs> like, I don't know. We, we, we want to collect intel. Like, what? <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just sorry. Yeah, you ruined you ruined trials cards all weekend. We're we're over here doing research. We're over here doing research, man. It's it's just hard, dude. It's hard to ban people. <laughs> it's like I don't know. Hmm. That doesn't seem like the best approach. Next question is from Retro Bomb. Uh, he says, "Do you think verification process to separate Q pool for separate players?" Somewhat with what CSGO does would be good. Oh, did he fall down? Oh, man. I mean, anything would be, anything I think would be good and helpful. I, I don't, like, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, uh, I didn't rotate questions. I Asking about what other games have and stuff, it's just not, I, it just doesn't, it just truly doesn't matter. I, it truly doesn't matter. What matters is whatever they're doing needs to be tweaked and adjusted. I don't know if they're going to be able to like write a bunch of new code and do all these new things that other games are doing. I don't know if they're in a position to do that right now. Um, rad. This is maybe far-fetched. Um, Aeon safe? Really? Um, this is maybe far-fetched, but what if Bungie was able to match make cheaters with cheaters? I forgot to say that in my video. I thought, you know, we probably need more creative solutions here. The minute you ban somebody, you basically have alerted to the, them to the fact that, y- you know, the jig is up. They know they, they're busted. And then they're going to make another account. They're going to jump back in, you know? So if you, if you, if you basically always put them against other cheaters, they might not catch on, right? They might be like, or... They might be like, oh, shoot, we keep facing other cheaters. And then maybe they spend some time messing with that. Maybe they spend some time, uh, you know, I don't know. I kind of feel like the cheaters would catch on pretty quickly. Well, that was four games. um, That was four games in a row where we face other cheaters. Maybe we're facing other cheaters only, you know, and then they make another account. The hope would be that you would you would trick a lot of them. You would trick a lot of them. They'd be like, they would spend an entire day facing other cheaters, not catching on to the fact that, like, man, there's a lot of there's a lot of cheaters out here. So, man, it was kind of crazy. It might be believable for a while, and that would maybe help clean up the player base. For you know, you're funneling all these people into their own player pool. How many like really really dumb kids using aimbots just wouldn't have a freaking clue that they're going up against other cheaters? You know, all day long. Yeah, cheater based matchmaking. Do you think we need more variation of the trials card since errors in game is causing more disconnects before match losses? Also, thoughts on rejoining mid game? You got booted. Um, okay, here's the thing they know when you got an error code. Okay, they know that. I think they need to add at least, they need to add at least one, one error code forgiveness clause to all cards. All cards should have at least one error code forgiveness clause. But people could do this thing where they pull their cord out and they they get it to they get it to do the error code and then they get a free w- okay. D- do you know how many people it would help and protect? Right, they're adding rejoin. Is rejoin though going to remove the loss? If I get error coded and then rejoin my buddies, is that gonna re- is that gonna mitigate the loss or is the loss still gonna be on there? Does rejoin fix the issue? Rejoin's great, but not if it burns my mercy. If re- if, oh yeah, thanks for letting me rejoin. Well, if it burns your mercy, who cares? It'll remove it? 
Well, if it removes the loss or gets your mercy back, then I'd be fine with that. I still think I still think they need some level right now of error code forgiveness. Like I said, at least one. One error code mulligan on every card should just be there. Oh, next season they're going to add rejoint? Well, come on, can you do something in the interim now? Can't you see that like people are getting beavered and then they got to <laughs> getting beavered on their flawless? Like come on, like I don't know. Maybe I'm asking for too much. Damascus. Uh, since Bungie doesn't have VAC servers, do you think that the peer-to-peer causes another level of problem with anti-cheat? Could this be a problem with real-time anti-cheat being implemented? I mean, it certainly is possible that because it's peer-to-peer, some of these things just aren't, uh, they're not an easy ad, right? It's not an easy ad. Like, they can't just go in and like, yeah, just click the buttons, do the thing, you know? So that's why I said, like, I'm, I'm not trying to ask them to create instantaneous, you know, anti-cheat where the minute somebody does a bot shot, they get banned. But it, I, I just think it's it, it's embarrassing for people to be able to go to Twitter or any or the forums and post stats that like shouldn't exist. There are just people with stats that just shouldn't exist. It shouldn't take a rocket science to figure out some of these people are cheating. I, you know what I mean? The community should never be ahead of of bandit of, of cheating detection because that's kind of what it feels like lately it's like I, I keep seeing screenshots I'm like why are these people still playing Ozzy I understand that Bungie's technologically limited in banning cheaters wouldn't a nightly process that flags accounts with suspicious stats be much easier there are some obvious ones like more than X deaths in a mode with limited respawns more than X accuracy across Y kills and games i can't imagine it's being difficult to process and implement in the game right that's what i mean this is related to what i just said how there are some people that like i don't understand why they're even still playing it doesn't make any sense to me um again i just i continue to see people talking about it online like you know and and i think even even miss 5000 watts was like we see we're seeing reported cheaters playing days later why is that even a thing are you that inundated with reports salvation with this season focusing on very limited purpose for the pve community and pvp having these issues do you feel that destiny is in the most dangerous position ever this is just hyperbolic i can't stand answering questions like that uh why do you think people who have banned streaks on steam are still allowed to play well right like you know potato referenced somebody that was using like a thing for a single player game and a single player mode right I don't know if you want to call zombies single player. That's maybe a bit of a stretch. Maybe I'm being too generous to Calico. Um, since there are achievements and there are unlocks and things you can get in Call of Duty from playing zombies. So, I don't know. Maybe somebody that's running a cheat in zombies, maybe they do deserve to be like kept from playing Black Ops 2, right? Yeah, it was in Black Ops 2. I mean, yeah, mod menu. I, to me, it, it, like... That that's I, I would say that's probably a minority. I think a lot of these people that have had consistent vac bans are probably cheaters. They're just they run cheats. That's what they do. Um I don't know. The headshot stat is terrible. It needs to include all shots fired. It's basically pointless uh for the cheating discussion. Right. Like the way they determine accuracy is is a, is is kind of really misleading. You're gonna look at people's stats and be like, oh my gosh, this guy's cheating. It's like, well, no, it the way that it stacks it makes people's accuracy look way higher than it actually is. Um 
if you have multiple vac bands like the only thing i would say is that again if bungie has a multi leveled thing oh your account is brand new and you have a vac ban no sorry come back another time with a different account like we don't we're not letting you in here you know you've been playing destiny for three or four years and you have a vac ban because you were doing something in some single player game like that doesn't really concern us you've been playing the game long enough that we're gonna we're gonna afford you some goodwill here and trust that you're not gonna you're not gonna cheat in destiny it doesn't need to be as simple as like if you have a vac ban you can't play but like brand new players coming in they've been playing for a week or two they have vac bans like why are you letting these people play destiny that was my main point i don't want some life vet like lifer veteran destiny player who did something goofy in black ops 2 and got a vac ban not being able to play destiny that's not my intention when i talk about vac bans um oblet do you think that there should be any sort of reward in Graham for every level past rank 100 on the season pass? Um, I don't really care about that. Demins, what are your thoughts on just outsourcing cheat detection to a consulting agency or another company that specializes in these protection measures? Um, have there been any hints of them doing this? It's fairly clear that anti-cheat is not one of Bungie's core competencies. Right, it just, it really does seem, it really does seem that they're struggling they're really, really struggling to deal with this. Now, again, we we could be inadvertently um, blowing this out of proportion. But to me, if we're blowing it out of proportion, then why are there still cheaters? Not you with 35 months, getting close to three years. Melody uh, Master with four months, thank you, and three months from Heggy. Listen, if we're blowing out of proportion and cheating is few and far between then why in the blue frick aren't these people getting banned almost right away? Do you follow my logic? If it's not, if it's not this gigantic, crazy problem that's overrunning in the Crucible, that's ruining things in the Crucible, if it's not, if it's, if it's, if it's small fries, if, there's, if it's only a handful of people every weekend cheating, then why aren't they banned almost immediately? I, you know what I'm saying? I think it is a far-reaching problem. I think it is happening in big numbers, and that's one of the reasons that they're struggling to handle it. I don't think it's a small. I don't think it's a small situation. Don't tell me it's a small situation because then it makes it then it makes your handling of it even more even more weird. W- what is going on? If it's if it's not a common thing, if it's extremely rare and there aren't that many cheaters, then there shouldn't really be any cheaters at all. Why was a cheater able to play 500 trials games without a ban? Right, that's my point. Is they they hit? He literally teleported and wasn't even looking at me, dude. I can't. I, I'm not gonna be able to bust his shield. I don't have any. I don't have any heavy ammo. He literally teleported and wasn't even looking at me. Um, that's my point. That's my point. Oh, I could have meleeed. Yeah, you're right. I see why people run swords, just bypass that nonsense. Um, that's what I keep coming back to, is that if, it, if we're blowing it out of proportion as a community, that makes that honestly makes it worse. Think about that. If we're blowing it out of proportion, and it's not that big of a deal, it's not happening that much, then why are there cheaters at all? If it's such a small group, if it's such a small minority, these people should be really easy to handle. It should not be a major problem at all. <laughs> it should they should it should be it should be like a self-police thing. We shouldn't even have to submit reports. 
I think it is a giant problem. I think there are a lot of cheaters. I think that's one of the reasons why we're continuing to see the you know the the, the trials and the and the reports and the streamers getting frustrated because I think it's it's common. I don't know how or why Pure Chill and myself played with almost we didn't play a single cheater yesterday. It might have been because my glory was pulling us down and we were matching in lower glory teams. Like we matched a team with like two thousand. So maybe that was helping. I have no idea. Uh, Billy Four, what is the hardest raid in your opinion? I don't really care to answer that. Sergeant Chappie, have any PC streamers you cast considered switching to consoles this weekend for trials? I don't think they've considered um, switching to, to console, but a lot of them have said if they can go to console, the new ones, the Xbox Series X and the PS5, if they can go to console and get increased FOV and solid and, and better FPS, they'll play on console exclusively. They don't want to put up with the cheaters. So you're going to lose your PvP PC player base if they if they can guarantee better FPS and FOV on the new consoles, which I believe that they will be able to get that. You got to go after this one, dinner time? No worries. As much as I would love to see D2 in the top 10 on Twitch for competitive gameplay, does Bungie even have the budget to invest in keeping this game... Uh, fair this is not a question i can answer jim astacross recently put out a video calling for a paywall for crucible uh or at very least trials do you think being required to purchase the game would help no like we i've dealt with this question enough already today i'm not answering it again uh to eden uh do you think trying to appeal to free-to-play players is enough to justify not locking it behind a paywall my suggestion this is the same exact question that i've got you know multiple times today i think paywalls would just hurt honest players and wouldn't actually stop cheating why do you think people complain about the anti-cheat when writing code for something like battle eye or other anti-cheat software is difficult to come up with and get approved by the head of the developers as a small software developer writing code to prevent aimbot or other cheats takes months to understand why and how would the person uh, getting inside the cracks of your code make themselves get an advantage. Your question makes no sense. Uh, Avin J. Um, I continue to believe that supremely satisfying gun mechanics, movement, super abilities to make Destiny's PvP more satisfying. Uh, however, this amazing course... What do you think is the ultimate potential Destiny 2's PvP? You just wanted to express your opinion. That question... And you guys casual Irish gamer do you think the trials would work well if cards uh, effect didn't activate till you have to win so your mercy or your losses wouldn't count till there was at least one win on your card that would only protect your first game yeah GG Simon that would only protect your first game that wouldn't do anything for the people that can't get their third win all out all outlet twitch Uh, Mantic with five months and three months from Finch thank you yeah, that wouldn't do anything for the people that just can't get their third win. Um, th- that that that's primarily what's frustrating people. It, it, like, if you lose your first game, all you have to do is reset the card. You don't even have to go back to orbit. Where, where's the harm in that? Like, what's the problem? Your solu- that solution isn't even a solution right now. Right now, if you lose your first game, you just reset the card. You're saying that the loss shouldn't count until you get a win. What? That's the same thing. That you're not. That's not even a quality of life update. Right now, if you get a loss, you just reset the card on the first game. You just reset the card, it, it, and you're saying, "Oh, it doesn't count until you get a win." What? What? Yeah, that's essentially what happens now. Is you just keep resetting your card until you get your first win. No harm, no foul. It doesn't even cost you glimmer. Uh, all outlet. What about people going flawless to farm for the sniper? I did. 
they need more than that, I think. John Effing Snow or Snoo, you might have talked about this. Uh, we probably have room for Wheezy now if Wheezy wants to jump in for Nightfalls. You might have talked about this, but would it help if Destiny used more public invisible anti cheat? I mean, this is kind of a this is kind of an obvious yes. If they made you install, you know, Punk Buster or Eagle Eye or whatever these things are called, um, I would say that that would that would immediately create at least some sort of a barrier what mods or weapons do i need i'm overload unstoppable and we have an anti barrier so whatever you want to do i am uh, but i am going to go to the tribute hall i'm sick of having no freaking ammo i don't know why they don't let you start nightfalls with ammo or a rally flag i hate going into hard content and being like i i have t- 10 shots for my heavy um so yeah a public anti cheat would help Zaxar, what do you think if they drop the ticket of wealth and implement that you get one token per win on your card, one token, I'm not going to read big long explanations like this, sorry, uh, Bumble17, following from yesterday and the freedom to experiment, would you like to extend this to being able to unlock more than the 12 artifacts at mods at a time? This doesn't feel like a freedom restriction, this feels like Bungie making sure that we can't go crazy and have like, the, you know, too many things at once. They're trying to keep things in check, right? They're trying to keep things in check. So they, they are, I don't think restricting the artifact is restricting you experimenting. What was restricting people experimenting that I was talking about was you literally have to infuse anything you want to use in the end game content. You have to infuse it. Like I had to infuse my hammerhead and my divinity. So if I go into any content and don't use Hammerhead or Divinity, I had to have stuff to infuse it with. So I had to have like 1000 level gear on hold. And then I also had to have upgrade modules. Well, if you finally get to level 1000 and it took you a while to get there and you don't have a lot of upgrade modules and you also don't have like a backlog of saved weapons to infuse with. And then you want to go into content and experiment well, then you're going to be kept from doing that freedom. I don't think restricting the artifact to only a certain number of unlocks is like an actual restriction on your freedom. It's a new mechanic that has barriers within it, right? Hey, um, AMN Money, on the 26th of March, you said, this guy talks more than he actually plays the game. And then today you said, wow, this is the first time I've actually seen the guy actually play the game. The The funny thing is here, I've never seen you put anything chat worth anything at all. So at least, at least when I'm talking and not playing, I'm offering some substance and some value. You haven't put a single thing worth a dime in my chat. So feel free to never come back. Light Leap. Do you think that there's an amount of pressure on the community and streamers and media can apply to push the issue more and more into the open to force Bungie to invest in anti-cheat measures? Seems like they neglected the implementation. Well, here's the thing. That's why I attribute so much to just limited bandwidth, right? It just feels like limited bandwidth. I don't think Bungie was in the dark about the fact that like, if you have a free-to-play game and you have Trials of Osiris you're you're gonna need anti-cheat measures in place they increased staff they made server-side changes they did they did preemptive measures before trials launch why because they knew this was a potential problem they knew this was a potential problem they weren't in the dark about it 
I don't think they have the ability right now to do what we want. I think they could do a better job with what they are presently doing. But that doesn't mean they have the ability to be like, well, there's just enough, there's been enough pressure. We better spend money, man. The streamers, YouTubers, and the press are repping us up. So we better do that thing that we've been avoiding doing. You know? Uh, is Flinch with three months? 15 months from Bedlam. Thank you for the resub. Uh, Lono, would you consider trials to be lucrative to Bungie? I personally do. I don't understand why this baked in the oven for so long uh, and is not in front of the cheaters. Just seems careless. Very similarly related to the last question. Um, Silent Service. How could Bungie talk about how they didn't want trials to come back in the current state of the game for years and yet have trials come back in this state of the game? With cheating running rampant and auto rifle meta that destroys the skill gap hyperbole and overstated and the casuals staying away. If trials had to come to the game at this time last year do you think that it would have fared better than it does now? I think you're really overstating your case dude. Like, I'm an above average player, and when I ran into auto rifles yesterday, I was able to overcome it. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, Suros, oh my gosh, the summoner. There were a couple of times I was like, man, that thing slaps from a mile away. But by and large, I was able to use my thorn and my dire promise, and I did just fine. I don't think that auto rifles are completely eroding skill gap. Yeah, they're strong, and yeah, they're kind of annoying. I think hard lights reflective damage is, is frustrating to play against. Um, but I don't think it's completely has, I don't think it's completely eroded the skill gap. Um, now, as far as cheating is concerned, I mean they waited all this time to bring it back, sure, and with to a certain extent, I think they brought it back and thought that the structure was really going to carry it. The tokens, the passages, the bounties, the you can run flawless as many times as you want. I think they got a lot of things right. And in getting those things right, I think they have a really, really good foundation to build on. Um, the fastest TTK in the, in the game is an auto rifle by a mile. Yeah, but I like, again, I'm not, I, whenever I was, I was playing comp and I was playing against really, really high level players and I was playing against snipers and thorns, snipers and spare rations. I was playing against mindbenders. Like, the the high skill the high skill gap weapons I think are still still in a really good spot. Um, so I, I just I don't think that we can look at auto rifles and be like I can't believe Bungie brought back trials. Auto rifles are just ruining the game right now. I just think that's totally overstated. Um, the cheating obviously. I, they wanted to bring back trials and whatever they thought that you know they were going to mitigate cheating maybe it's just not working very well maybe they just really underestimated what free to play was going to bring to this game um you know only needs six shots to kill and has over 30 in the mag this is not i can't grab it it's in the center there we go sorry mama yeah i mean you're 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 just you're just repeating you're just repeating stats about 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 auto rifles like you're not engaging in a discussion you're just continuing to say things about uh auto rifles i don't think auto rifles have completely eroded skill gap does the hard light need looked at probably does the suros with spinning up need looked at yeah maybe they need to look at it has it completely eroded skill gap i don't think so um i watch players all along skill spectrum myself potato panda and then glad that's a pretty good spectrum of player right i'm just above average i think glad's better than me and then you got guys like panda at the very top 
all along that spectrum, I, I, do, I don't see people being like, I, I have to run an auto rifle. I have to run an auto... It doesn't feel like that. I, I, I played against people using auto rifles yesterday, and I felt like I was able to beat them when I needed to, and a lot of the times I lost, I attributed it to me pulling my aim um, and flinch. Now, maybe flinch could be looked at, because I did feel like a couple of gunfights, I should have won, and I feel like I lost to flinch, not skill, so maybe that could be looked at. I don't know, like, maybe flinch is a little bit too high, so... In general, in general, I think auto rifles do need looked at, but I don't want to allow hyperbole to win the day. Yes, auto rifles may need looked at. Yes, they probably need some tweaks. Are they ruining the crucible? I don't think so. Are they, have they eroded skill gap? I, I don't think so. I don't. So, I need to give myself time to get ready for split screen and reset. It's quarter to one. So, I do have to cut the Q&A there. There's a lot of questions that went unanswered. I am sorry about that. We got caught up in a pretty lengthy debate earlier, and it pushed Q&A back. I am sorry. To the people here that submitted questions and the people listening, um, I won't be able to get to those questions. Fridays are a little bit different. I need to do Q&A shorter anyway to spare my voice um, because I'm going to be casting. And I've got some great teams lined up for you, so don't go anywhere. You're not going to want to miss this. The teams I got lined up for you are really, really dope and really, really strong, and it's going to be a really, really good time. So if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, and you want to catch split screen, I usually do it on Friday afternoons and Monday afternoons right around reset, and then we do the top 10 seg- uh, segment on Tuesdays around reset. So use say no to rage.com to come hang out live when I'm doing that. And if you're here live right now, make sure you click follow. Make sure you turn on notifications so you never miss this stream and stay there in your seat for the next segment split screen casting some really strong teams and to the rest of you listening to the other locations where you know you're not here live as always please like share and subscribe